Connect Her podcast with Lee Cummins is a podcast that shares inspiration, education and connection for the entrepreneur. Hi, I'm Lee Cummins and I'm the founder of Connect Her. I'll be sharing interviews with thought leaders, go-getters, as well as real business owners. And I'll also be sharing tips, thoughts, tools, and also strategies for the motivated lady boss. So join me for each episode. Don't forget, if you'd like to connect, you can visit our website, connecther.com.au. Hello and welcome to the Connect Her podcast with Lee Cummins. I am Lee Cummins. I'm your host today and I am truly looking forward to being able to share this episode with you. And it is really, really timely because we are talking about planning your future self. It doesn't matter whether we're talking about business, whether we're talking about family, we're talking about you as a whole, as a whole person and your future self. And it is perfect timing because of the fact that here in Victoria at the moment, we are in restrictions again. So I'm here in Melbourne, Victoria. We are going through a second wave of the coronavirus. So where things were opening up, they are now getting pulled back again, which means that people have a lot more opportunity to be able to spend a bit more time on themselves, on what they're doing in their life. It gives them an opportunity to reassess, reevaluate, and one of the things that I love is to dream. It gives us an opportunity to dream, but also to plan our future and plan our dreams. And to plan our future self, we need to know where we are now. That is a very, very important part of being able to plan your future self and put it out there. I want to share a very personal story with you. I've shared this with close friends and a few different um, business people, but I wanted to share with you about a book and about my future husband, who is now my husband. So I used to do a lot of travel for work. In fact, there was one year that I was away about nine months of the year and it was draining it was really exhausting and it meant that personal relationships both you know family friends and also romantic relationships were at a strain I could not keep down a romantic relationship because I just wasn't around and who wants to book in time to spend with somebody you know it can get really challenging so here I was on a Friday I remember that it was a Friday because I had planned to meet up with some friends on the way back from the airport so I was going to fly in from Sydney to Melbourne I was going to pick up my car and then I was going to head into the city and catch up with some friends and I was really looking forward to it because I hadn't caught up with these people for a little while And here I was in Sydney. I just walked up to the gate from my flight to Melbourne when an announcement came over that our plane had been delayed about an hour and a half to two hours. And I just stood there and I thought, you can't be serious. I really, really, really want to get out with my friends and work has taken over again. 
I'm stuck in Sydney. This is ridiculous. And I just was so deflated and so frustrated. So not far from my gate, there was a little news agency. And I thought, look, I'm not going to do any work. I, I could have sat there and done some work on the laptop. But instead, what I decided was that I was going to head over to the news agents and I was going to buy a magazine. I picked up the Oprah magazine, which I don't know even if that still exists, but I used to love it. And whenever I was at the airport, I would grab a copy. So I picked up the Oprah magazine and I picked up a little book, which was about the size of the palm of my hand or a little bit bigger, probably about the size of my hand. And one thing that I really kick myself about is that I gave this book away and I can't even remember what the book was, but it was a lovely little book. And I went back to the gate and I sat there and I flicked through the Oprah magazine and I read that and devoured that in the hour and a half before we got on the plane. And then I actually got on the plane from Melbourne to Sydney, which is uh, just over an hour flight. And I read this book from cover to cover and I loved it. It was all about manifestation and gratitude and knowing what you really want and it was really quite a basic book and it was very much something that I wasn't totally aware of uh, self-awareness um, self-support uh, personal development spiritual development that hadn't really come into my realm because of the fact that I was very much in the corporate world so this book was like a little breath of fresh air and I absolutely loved it so I read the book and I have to say I left it I didn't do much else with it I just let it sit there and fast forward to the 7th of January 2005 and prior, just a few days prior to that I reread the book and one of the things that came up was if there is something that you really want in your life, like it might be a job or it might be a partner or it could be a house, whatever it happens to be, write down a list of everything that makes up that perfect job, that perfect partner, that perfect house. Make that list up of what that looks like, that list. And that's exactly what I did because I looked and one of the things that was missing in my life was having a significant other, having some romance that I could come home to from, from work. It, it was missing. I didn't have that, that relationship uh, and romantic relation, relationship connection. So I decided that I, and I grabbed myself a lovely little planner, a lovely little book, and I broke up. A whole lot of areas in my um, in my life so there was uh, personal development there were just things things that I would have liked there was economic goals that I wanted there was um, also I put in a little bit of a plan of action but the other thing that I did was I, I plotted out what I would like in a perfect partner and this perfect partner there was um, probably about 20 to 25 points and next to those I did little uh, asterisks as to what were things that I really did want 
that they were things that were most important to me like down to earth doesn't swear too much doesn't drink too much uh, funny must like dogs those sort of things were things that I felt were important so that was the 7th of January 2005 I then took all of that list and I wrote a letter to my future husband and I wrote it in the positive tense so in the present moment and I wrote that letter love your loving wife cross 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 and I put it in my book and I put it in a drawer and I forgot about it I never even gave it a thought and on the 4th of February 2007 2006 sorry 2006 I met my future husband I met him and I didn't know that he was my future husband at the time and I hadn't given my book any thought or my letter in fact forgotten about it it was a year before that but I met uh, who is now my future husband so I met him and uh, two years later so we met on the 4th of February 2006 and on the 2nd of February 2008 we got married so I'm going to backtrack just a little bit I was packing up my house to move to our marital house and I was unpacking all my drawers and what fell out was my book with my list of every trait that I wanted from my future husband along with the letter that I had written him and I took that future letter future letter to my husband and I ripped it up because I thought oh my gosh if he sees this he will think he is marrying a fruit loop so I ripped it up in little pieces and that is my second regret that I never kept that letter I so wish that I had but all the traits were from the list and thankfully I did not throw away my book and I opened up the book and I sat there and I cried and I cried and I cried because every single thing that was on my list bar none were ticked every single one and that list made up my husband the letter that I gave to him or that I wrote for him sorry I didn't give it to him um, so I ripped I ripped it up because I didn't want him to know I didn't want him to think that I he was marrying a nutter so I have two regrets one that I gave the book away and I do not recall what it was called but I can tell you it was like a little uh, a little pocket book one that you would um, you would buy as a as a little um, a little book that you just oh, I'll just pop that in um, with the rest of the things that I've bought so it wouldn't be something that you'd go and think about buying and the second thing is that I've rip, ripped up the paper one thing that I am grateful for was that I kept my book and it still has my maiden name on it um, at the front and I, I just can't let this book go it just means so much to me so planning your future, knowing where you're going and what you want 
is how you can take action and it can give you the opportunity to identify what it is that you want because you're, you're focused then. Uh, and in this case, I wasn't necessarily focused on the physical level or the mental level, but on the subconscious level, I was definitely focused in looking and finding my future husband. So I've got a little, I've got a little opportunity for you. And that is that you might be driving. And if you are, I'd love you to come back to this point in the podcast and maybe listen to it when you can be at your desk. The best way to identify an area that you would like to really take action on and to focus on is using a life assessment wheel. Now, you may have come across these. A lot of life coaches use them. And it's like a big circle like a dinner plate and you you break those pieces up like a pizza so that you've got eight quadrants or eight areas within that plate and the eight areas have these particular titles this career or business family and friends Significant other or romance, fun and recreation, health, money, personal growth, which also can include religion and physical environment. Now, these eight areas make up our lives generally. And this is an opportunity for us to look at grading them on a level of 0 through to 10. So if you take your pie or your pizza and right in the very middle, that's 0. And then we're going to create layers out right out to the very end of our plate like a, like a web where you've got one Number two is the next circle, three, all the way up to 10. And 10 is your big outside of your plate. And this gives you an opportunity to assess what it is that you are looking for and where you are right now. Because if you know where you are right now, it gives you an opportunity to take action. And using this assessment wheel is an opportunity for you to really grade where you are in your life so you might look at career or business you say to yourself is my career or business where I want it to be right now and where do I want it in my future and you scale it from zero to ten zero being it's nowhere where I want it to be to ten it is thriving robust and I am a hundred percent happy with it And then you do the same with family and friends. You do the same with romance and significant other. You do the same with fun and recreation. Health, money and finance, personal growth, religion or spirituality and physical environment. Now, each of these you're going to grade between 0 to 10. 
and you will find that your wheel is going to look very much like a spider web and it's not going to be perfectly circular. If it was, everything would be rolling along at its own pace. But sometimes you'll find that there's areas that are in disalignment. They might not be exactly where you want them to be. It could be that you're spending more time on your business and less time on your health or you're spending less time doing fun and recreation because you're spending more time on your physical environment. It all is going to be individual how everybody sees their own life based on these key areas. So once you've identified what area it is that you would like to develop a little bit more and maybe build that number from a low number up to a higher number. So anything below a five really is an area that you can look at working on. And this is where you can start to do the exercise that I did, which is starting to make a list of what you need or what you would like to see in that better environment from going from a, a three to a number seven in an area. So let's take, for example, health. Say you had put yourself at number three. So you're not particularly happy with your health. It's not really running as you would like. Um, and you would like to get it up to about an eight or a nine then you would put together what sort of actions you need to put in place and what having health at an eight or nine would look like. So for me, uh, with health, um, it would be looking like I have a better sleep pattern, that I have lost some weight, that I... And, and you want to be specific with it. So you, you might put on, uh, I want to lose six kilo or seven kilo. I, um, I eat healthier. And so put all the points down. They're like your action points. And then pop them aside. Just, you know, that they're the ones that you that are going to make, make it so that your health looks like an eight or a nine. And then I want you to really sit down and write a letter to your future self about how wonderful your healthy lifestyle is and having your health. And I want you to incorporate all the things that you know that you've got to do to have that healthy lifestyle. So it may be, I love making sure that I spend time before I go to bed meditating for just 10 minutes because I'm enjoying my best night's sleep every night. I enjoy getting up in the morning and meeting with my personal trainer and having fun as I exercise. The beautiful vegetables that I grow in my garden that are fresh and help me to stay healthy. I love picking and taking them into the house 
and enjoying making delicious meals with them every single night. I'm not missing the fast food. I'm enjoying healthy home-cooked meals every day. I enjoy weighing XYZ and wearing beautiful clothes that I can walk in and buy off the rack. No longer do I need to worry about going to larger size stores, etc, etc. That gives you an idea. And this, once you write your letter to your future self for the area, you want to make sure that it is in the present tense and in the positive tense, just as I did before. When you start to do things like that, three things are activated. One is you are asking what you want. You're very clear on what you want because you have put out there that this is what I want. I want to be enjoying going to a personal trainer. I want to be excited about eating fresh, healthy meals. I am loving my new life. I'm loving my new body. I'm loving the fact that I sleep well and that I am healthy. Once you ask for what it is that you want, you need to believe it. And writing a letter in the positive, in the affirmative, and in the present is about creating that belief. And thirdly, we want to bask in gratitude. Because all of a sudden, what will happen is things will come out and grab you. But you need to pay attention. You need to be awake you need to be aware and you need to really pay attention of what's going on because once you write that that letter to yourself, once you let your future self know what it is that you're after, guess what happens? The vibrations just go through the roof. You start to notice it. You'll find that you'll notice your internal thoughts will change and your external world will change. But what you need to do is notice it, become aware, be awake and really throw attention on what is being presented. Because you're saying, this is what I want. I'm clear in what I want. And the next part to it, which is a really, really important part, is to take action. Now, I could have just put my my letter to my husband and my list in the drawer and I did and I didn't touch it for oh, a year and a half nearly two years probably about a year and a half however I did take action because from that day at the airport I did say to myself do you know what work is not going to control me all the time I am going to make sure that I go out at least once a weekend even if I'm tired, I am still going to go. If I get invited to things, I am going to go. I am going to make sure that I make every post a winner because I'm not going to meet my perfect partner at home on the couch. I'm not going to meet my perfect partner stuck in an airport all the time and so tired and so exhausted. And so much so that I actually changed... Um, my, I, I changed my role within the company so that I didn't do as much travelling. And all of a sudden, it's, and that opportunity came up and I was aware of it and I took action. 
and I noticed that it was that opportunity arose so that happened in my external world and I changed my thoughts my internal thoughts because where I would never leave that job because I felt like it was part of me I created that business originally that I couldn't let it go it was my baby but I started to notice my internal thoughts that it was it's enough is enough I am worthy of having all these things happen to me and I need to make changes and all of a sudden when I identified that with my internal thoughts my external world exploded for the better but you do need to take action you can't just create a list and create a letter to your future self and just hope and cross your fingers and hope that it's all going to work because it won't you do need to take action and it's physical action you know, you're not going to lose weight if you just sit there and hope for it and meditate for it. You need to get out and walk and exercise and pick up the phone and book that personal trainer. If you want your business to grow, you need to do a to-do list of what you need to do and actually create the action. It is about doing physical things to make the changes so that you get to where you want. It's also about visualising and thinking about the um, what it is that you want, what it looks like, what it feels like, what it tastes like, what it smells like and creating uh, an opportunity for those things to come into your life, creating the opportunity for you to really understand what it is that you want. So it's all about physical doing, it's about uh, creation, creating the opportunity and it's also about visualising as well where you're going to be, how it's going to look, what it's going to do for you. So there you are, getting yourself ready, planning your future self. It is such a perfect time. I think we've been given this time with um, lockdowns and all those sort of things as a gift. A gift for all of us to take some time out to say, hey, it's my time now. And I'm going to indulge. I'm going to plan my future. I'm going to plan what my future looks like. And I am going to send a letter to my future self and let them know exactly what I want so I know what to look out for. If you enjoyed this podcast, please do let your friends and family know so that they can find out about it and you can share the connections. Until next time, stay connected. Hey, not so fast. We love to stay connected and we hope that you will. It's really easy. We've got our website, connecther.com.au. If you like Facebook, then we've got some great opportunities for you. We've got our Connect Her page as well as our Connect Her Collective. This is a great online networking tool. We also have our Connect Her Marketplace where you can promote your business every single day of the week, any day of the week and once a day. If you prefer Instagram, then head over to Instagram and check out Connect Her AU. If you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, just simply check out Lee Cummins. So don't forget to stay connected.